Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Market Bites. I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. And we're here to break down three of the hottest financial events that happened this week, so you can keep your finger on the pulse, on your way to work, at the gym, wherever and whenever you have time to get updated. Please remember that this podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only. Stay tuned for additional disclosures at the end of today's episode. So, are you ready? Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of Market Bites. For those that are watching on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. And if you're on the podcast, give us a rating. If you're on YouTube, you'll notice we've got a special guest with us today. Uh, and hopefully for the next few weeks and months as well, we're going to be joined by Neza, who is one of our elite popular investors. Welcome, Neza. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you for having me today. I'm great. Excited to join you. Great to have you with us. And uh, obviously, uh, for those on YouTube, you'll recognize a very familiar face in, in Josh Gilbert. We'll, we'll chat with you in a moment, Josh. Uh, today, we're going to discuss Disney, PayPal, and Pinterest. Uh, all sound good? Yeah, sounds good to me. Perfect. I think Disney, for me, is a name that I think we all uh, know and love, but it hasn't had much love from Wall Street in, in the last few years. Um, trading below its COVID low of around about 85 bucks at the end of last year. But it's had a nice little comeback to gain about 20% since November. So I think the big question there is, you know, can can Disney re- regain its magic ultimately? Um, hopefully we'll, we'll give that answer to the listeners uh, today. But given that shares have been a bit of a disappointment in the last year, you know, it's trailing the S&P 500 gain. And the bad news really in all of that is that it hasn't got a great track record on actually beating earnings in recent years as well. Uh, but last time out, shares did well. It gained around about 11%. So here's for more good news. Um, so yeah, here's to, here's to Disney. Wow, that's, that sounds interesting. So I um, focused on PayPal. PayPal grabbed my attention lately. Its stock price, it's about... 80% low, 80% lower than its peak in mid 2021. Uh, back then, PayPal was doing great because more people were shopping online due to pandemic. And at its peak, PayPal stock was optimistically priced at over 109 times earnings and nearly 70 times sale. Uh, but this stock growth didn't last. After the pandemic, people started spending money like they were used to. And as you know, due to rising prices, they became more careful with, uh, with what they bought. Plus, eBay started using Adyen as their payment system, which wasn't the best news for PayPal. Even though its stock is up around 22% since its low point in 2023, it's not, going, it's not going, doing as good as it did before. They just showed off some new features at their innovation event, but investors weren't impressed. I'm curious to see what they will say in their earnings report on Wednesday, how they're planning to compete with other players in the industry, and what do they expect for this year? Yeah, busy week last week, busy week this week, and I've chosen Pinterest because when I was looking for potential subjects for the week, it, it caught my eye. You know, they hit their all time high. Like with many stocks back in 2021, they were trading around 90 bucks at that moment and then dropped 80% before finding a, a low point around $17 July 2022. Since then, it's, it's risen quite a bit from those lows, 138% from 2020. 
from the bottom. Uh, but we're still, you know, a fair way off that all-time high. So it feels like it's a bit of an inflection point. This earnings report could be the thing that sends it back towards its all-time high, or it could be what brings it back down towards those lows. Anything could happen. And for me, that, that seems quite interesting. So, Josh, we'll go with you first. Disney, talk to us. Yeah, well, look, I think the three stocks that we've covered there as well, they're, they're maybe a little bit you know, out of favour and a little bit unloved at the moment as well. So it's nice that we're giving them some love today as well. But, you know, I think ultimately with, with Disney, you know, it's the streaming wars, right? Netflix is the leader in streaming right now. But Disney is by far its sort of biggest threat. Um, and, you know, I think that's because Disney's really gone all in on streaming. They're positioning for this digital future that mitigates what is traditional TV in terms of how we know it. Um, very rarely do we, well, I'll speak for other people there, but very rarely do I sit and watch sort of traditional TV now. It's usually through a streaming service mm-hmm. uh, anyway. But what that has done for Disney has come at the expense of profitability. In 2023 fiscal year, 2.6 billion in losses. Um, you know, and that that's really where investors are focused, and, and really why we've seen you know weakness in shares over the last sort of 12 months. You know, and we're back at you know 10 year lows. Um, and the pandemic hobbled the company with you know part closings, film delays. You know, Disney Plus was a real bright spot that did well for them. You know, they're up to around about 150 million subscribers now. Um, and the good part is that they're, they've got Bob Iger back. He's back mm-hmm. at the helm and he's going cost cutting. They're looking to save about seven and a half billion in savings. So upcoming earnings, you know, profit's going to be in focus there. Um, and I think that ultimately the, the biggest thing to look at here is, is Netflix ultimately blew Wall Street away last month. They sort of flexed its dominance with some huge viewership numbers. They've got a user base now of over 260 million. They've come back with a vengeance and it's making money. Um, They are swimming in cash, which is quite the opposite to Disney right now. And they're the only company that's in this business that is making money, uh, which is really important. Um, But Disney, they're still there. And through the price increases, through some cost savings, it's bundle of packages. You've got Hulu, ESPN. It's a great asset. And I think that can really help them get to profitability. And I think that Disney could be a very, very powerful uh, competitor to Netflix moving forward. And I think it has the, the ability to, to sort of really go up against Netflix over the next couple of years um, when it comes to subscribers, when it comes to that breadth of content. Uh, but also it's going to be that focus to try and produce more content as well. Wow, competition here is tough. So what do you think uh, it will be in focus for investors when they report? Yeah, that's it really, Nezra. I think the competition is obviously big, but I think the focus is going to be really on on that cost control. And if they've been effic- efficient, we've seen how that's paid off uh, from big tech in abundance. I mean, all we've got to look at is Meta's results mm-hmm. uh, last week. So I think that if you know Disney can become more efficient, if they can increase sales, which is, of course, no easy task. That's what every business obviously wants to do. But that's clearly the recipe for success. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has showed us that. And that's what I said earlier. That's what Bob Iger is back to do. Um, but I think, you know, as always, it's going to be subscriber additions, total subscribers that sort of take the focus of investors. We're expecting a small addition around about a million new subs for Disney Plus. Total subscribers around about 226 million. So 
getting close to that 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 Netflix number, but not quite there just yet. Um, I think any commentary really around reaching profitability earlier than Q4 24, I think will be a catalyst for the stock. If we can get any good news around profitability, it's going to be a real catalyst for the stock to take it higher. Um, I mentioned it a minute ago, stock trading at 10 year lows, which is you know amazing to, to sort of think really, or around 10 year lows. And I think its valuation is sort of reflecting that around 20 times forward earnings. But doesn't necessarily mean it's cheap. That is pretty much the average over the last sort of 10 years, if we take out that sort of anomaly of COVID-19. Um, so look, it certainly won't be an easy 12 months. It's not going to be um, easy estimates for, for Disney to beat, but I think 2024 is set up to be a bit of a better year for Disney. Yeah, going to be an interesting one. They obviously report after the market close on Wednesday. For, so for those that listen from the UK, Roughly just after 9pm uh, local time, you'll have the report from Disney. Be really interesting to see how uh, the the post-market trade, pre-market trade does there uh, and into the end of the week. Okay, our next subject, uh, Nez, we're talking about PayPal. So, you know, there was a, a recent innovation event. You know, why were investors not too impressed with all of that? So uh, just like Josh explained just like Disney, PayPal is operating in very competitive environment where constant improvement is crucial if you want to stay among the leaders. Uh, they just have a new CEO, Alex Chris, in September, and he's promising more growth and changes to the company. Um, he actually claimed that Innovation Day will bring new features, and those features were expected to shock the world. Uh, so investors really had high expectations about the event, but at the end, they left disappointed, and the stock dropped by around 4%. Many of the features showcased at the event were not perceived as groundbreaking as they were expecting. They announced six features altogether, and I actually watched the presentation, and in my personal opinion is that I really I found it interesting. Um, they are fixing up che uh, the checkout process, so there will be no more waiting around. Introducing speedy checkout with no need for usernames or passwords. There are also smart receipts they will that will keep track of what you're buying, and businesses can give you special deals using AI. So that's big news. Uh, plus, there is a cash packs, a cash pass that will give shoppers personalized cashback offers from places like Walmart. Um, besides this innovation event, there's another news about PayPal. Their, their management has recently laid off about 9% of their workforce to boost efficiency, uh, efficiency and avoid repeating tasks across the company. So. PayPal is currently facing some major changes, but I think it will take some time to successfully uh, see if those changes are positive or not. And I'm very excited about the earnings on Wednesday. Yeah, it's interesting to see, isn't it? PayPal going into that efficiency mode, particularly after, you know, Disney have done very similar, but it's interesting. Big tech lead the way as always cut at the right time. They're now the first to obviously see it sort of coming through in bottom line. Meta last week, all those other mm -hmm. names, Amazon, 
uh, as well. It's quite interesting to see how far behind some of these big companies like PayPal and Disney are, though, to really sort of become efficient. But yeah, I, I remember sort of Innovation Day uh, being a bit of a flop. And, and I saw on Twitter that people said that they're shocking the world by laying off 9% of their staff, which was which was quite interesting. Um, but what do we think really, Neza, is going to be the focus for investors when it comes to the earnings report? It's obviously going to be a really important um, report, but what, what can we focus on? Right now, there is quite a bit of negativity around PayPal, which could impact this investor sentiment. I believe investors will be closely watching several key aspects of PayPal's performance to look for just to look for some signs where they're headed. Something I think they will definitely keep a close eye on is number of active users on the platform and volume of payments. These metrics will help evaluate uh, PayPal's competitive position on the market and to see how well they're attracting and retaining their customers. Um, if we take a look at their past performance, we see that they, their growth has slowed down. Their active users are dropping over the past quarters. However, uh, the number is still above 400 million. I'm curious to see if they manage to attract some new customers to the platform, because this would definitely be a positive news for the company. Besides that, I think investors will be closely watching companies' profit margins to understand how efficiently they're operating. I think investors will focus on companies' margin growth, which has also been declining recently. Uh, in the last earnings report, the company also adjusted their expectations for how much their operating margins would grow. And this is an area they definitely need to work on. If we take a look at their margins from past years, we can see that their gross margins fell from 49.67% in 2021 to 38.97% last quarter. And similar trend we can observe with operating margin. Um, and there is one last thing I'm sure market will focus on, and that's future guidance. Expectations for growth, plans for new features and strategies they have in place to na navigate the market will give us some indications about where the company is headed. Some positive news might restore hopes for investors. And I must say that I'm quite positive about their new CEO. He's an experienced leader. He has previously worked for Intuit. Um, I know that major changes can't happen overnight. He has only been a CEO for a couple of months now, but I think that anything is possible, but we will have to wait until Wednesday after market to see what they're up to. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. Anytime we get a new uh, leader at the helm, uh, it's always uh, can go either way, really. We can have, you know, it really spark a, a sort of a turnaround uh, or it can be quite the opposite, um, but maybe he should you know, hold back on saying he's going to shock the world. If he's not going to shock the world, that might be uh, a good start there. Sam, you've chosen to talk about Pinterest. Um, it's a name that maybe doesn't get enough love in the market. We talk about unloved stocks, but it is one uh, that I think is a social media platform that, again, sort of goes under the radar a little bit, is used by a lot of people. Um, what are investors going to be looking at? Um, is there anything that really stands out for you? Well, it is used by a lot of people. And, and to be honest, the number, and I'll talk about it later, it shocked me a bit because I did a quick survey in the office of five people and no one used it. But I think <laughs> it's very heavily used by people 
in America. So when I was looking at Pinterest, I thought to myself, well, how do they make their money? You know, are they improving on that? And, and what are their competitors doing? And so on. So for those that, that don't know, uh, and the five people that I asked in the office didn't really know, uh, Pinterest make their money primarily through advertising, which makes sense. You know, businesses can pay to promote their content on the platform, such as pins and boards. These are things that you can use on, on Pinterest and to help reach a larger audience. They offer various different advertising formats as well, including promoted pins, promoted carousel ads, promoted video ads. And and also it is worth noting, if we go back to 2021, maybe a little bit of 2022, you start, well, I say the back end of 2021, you sort of see advertising budgets really be cut. So a lot of these companies struggled a little bit along with other reasons as well. And you look back at these companies that make a lot of money through advertising or have big advertising budgets, their share prices, you know, you're looking back and at the peak is a few years ago from 2021. So you saw that with with Pinterest. Um, they also uh, earn revenue through partnership with shopping platforms where users can shop directly from these pins that we just talked about. The company also generates incomes through partnerships, third, third party providers for tools and services such as analytics and content creation tools, which brings us on to the main competitors. You're thinking about Instagram, thinking about Facebook, TikTok, of course, owned by ByteDance, Snapchat as well they were in the news i'm sure people saw they're looking to cut 10 percent of their workforce and they're also reporting this week so a big week for snap or snapchat as i suppose the uh the older lot would would still call them uh, and then also competitors alphabet tumblr as well you know these are uh you know it's a very heavy market uh, but it does seem like things are maybe heading in the right direction now to focus on from the earnings report, I think revenue and any percentage increase or decrease in that, the user metrics, you know, you're going to want to see monthly active users, the revenue or the average revenue per user uh, as well. I mean, the company in general has been making significant strides as of late to increase its value proposition to brands uh, that buy ad space on the platform. And, you know, and, and if those numbers don't improve, why are those brands going to keep coming back? Uh, one of the ways it has been improving things is through its direct links, uh, which is an, an uh, initiative, I should say, that allows users to go from Pinterest directly to the brand's purchasing page in just a single click, which, of course, makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, the most recent quarter before this report saw Pinterest uh, grow its monthly active users by 8% from a year ago period and average revenue per active user rose 3%. So we want to see improvements on those. Wow, interesting. Uh, I, I would love to see how they, if they manage to attract more, more customers to the platform. I'm personally using Pinterest all the time, so I'm really enjoying the platform. Uh, so Sam, what do you think that investors will want to see for the remainder of the year? Yeah, and, and you know what? I, maybe I need to start using it because, you know, why do people use it? I mean, it's great for, you know, home decor. If you're about to decorate your house, you can get inspiration, I guess, from that. And then you can go directly and buy something. Makes sense. Travel, fashion, DIY, inspiration, health and wellness, food and drink. I mean, it's a lot of reasons why people would use it. Uh, so I can understand that. And, you, and you've got active users at the moment on a monthly basis of 482 million great number most of that for sure comes from america we're going to want to see that 
increase. You want a quarter and quarter increase, steady move to the upside. Of course, if you see a, a move to the downside or uh, the expected number not reach um, what is you know priced in, then Pinterest is going to move lower, you'd imagine. Can we also see direct links continue to improve? You know, Pinterest has migrated 60% of its lower funnel revenue to direct links, resulting in a 39% de- decrease in cost per outbound click and an 88% increase in outbound click-through rates, uh, allowing users to click on ads and go directly to the merchant's purchase site, which, of course, saves the merchant money as well. So you want to see an improvement, a continuation of what we've already seen. I'll be you know, focusing a lot on that user data. Can we see the active users increase, the average revenue per user increase as well? And I think it's one of those ones where, when you started to find a low in a market, you then have, uh, if we go back to October, a really nice jump following its earnings report there. You just want to see a continuation because it only takes one negative earnings report and the market says, oh, hang on, all of this that we priced in over the last few months, we're wrong. So it's an important one, as always they are. Uh, but yeah, I think investors will be keeping a, a very close eye on things as well. Um, Josh, any any final thoughts on anything at all about this week? Yeah, I think, I mean, with Pinterest, it's an interesting one. I think when we look at the advertising spend in general, you sort of mentioned it at the start that maybe peaked out and we sort of saw that it sort of come off over that period. We've seen it with Alphabet, we've seen it yeah. with Meta and those other sort of big names as well. But I think it's coming back. I think we've maybe seen the trough. We've really seen that bottom of maybe the slowdown in advertising spend. A lot of these, you know, companies are also going to get a beautiful tailwind from when the Fed start cutting rates. You know, we obviously had Jay Powell sort of push back on that um, last week. But let's be honest, if he wasn't going to be anything uh, but hawkish, he's definitely not going to start discussing cuts in March, is he? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he gives an inch to market, we'll certainly take a mile. So, look, I think that gives a good environment um, for Pinterest. But also, I think most of these companies that we've talked about, you know, rate cuts coming is is going to be a bit of a tailwind for the broader market. Uh, as well um and maybe we get four or five cuts this year let's let's see let's see what mr powell can work out fingers will be crossed for that for sure and we can review everything uh next week on next week's market bites episode neza josh thank you very much for joining us today thanks everyone. thank you you have been listening to digest and invest by etoro for more information use etoro.com This podcast is for information and education purposes only and should not be taken as investment advice, a personal recommendation or an offer of or solicitation to buy or sell any financial instruments. This material has been prepared without taking into account any particular recipient's investment objectives or financial situation and has not been prepared in accordance with the legal and regulatory requirements to promote independent research. Past performance is not an indication of future results.